Welcome to the Magic in Your Business podcast. I'm your host, Cassie Biltz. I am an intuitive business coach for spiritual female entrepreneurs who want to learn nervous system and strategy for six figures and beyond. I'm a boy mom to two boys. I curse like a sailor. I'm a headstrong Aries and projector in human design. And I've built two successful online businesses in the past seven years helping women just like you. I am so excited you're here. So let's dive in. Hi there. Welcome to this week's episode. I'm so happy you're here. Let's dive in. I'm so excited. (laughs) I feel like I say that every episode, but this is one of the things I love. I'm an Enneagram three. If you don't know what that is, basically it means that like I was made to love going after goals. But what's so interesting is there was a long period in my business where I kind of not kind of, I literally stopped setting goals, setting targets, going after desires because the pain of not achieving them or the pressure of setting them was so great that I just avoided it. And so I wanted to record this episode because I want to help bring you back to why setting goals, setting outcomes, having desires and targets you're going after in your business is actually so fucking fun. And it doesn't have to feel like pressure. It can feel like the ultimate pleasure. So if I can reframe this for me, I can help reframe this for you. I promise. So one of the big things that we focus on within the mastermind is learning how to assess data, assess our results so that we can get better and better and better results and get closer and closer to our goals and actually achieve the goals we want to achieve. But we can't even get to that point until we learn how to stop making our goals mean so much and putting so much pressure. So the first thing I want to share about goals is a perspective. A lot of people in the spiritual community, which is, you know, I'm very spiritual. So I have a lot of spiritual friends and a lot of you listening are probably very spiritual. It's almost like goals are frowned upon. Like, oh, that's the ego. That's, you know, that's not spiritual. I shouldn't have goals. I don't need that. I should just follow my bliss, follow my flow. And I'm like, yeah, that's great and good. And I I agree. But what if you took the perspective that setting a goal and going after it and achieving it or not achieving it really doesn't matter, but setting a desire and a goal and an outcome that you really want is the most spiritual thing you can do. It's actually the most spiritual thing you can do because when you decide you want something and you decide you're going to get it or you're going to create it or you're going to allow it would probably be a better word. When you decide that everything in you that isn't in alignment with that, that isn't a match for that, that can't hold that, that isn't available for that will come up to the surface. So it's like the ultimate spiritual journey. It is the most spiritual thing you could do because you're going to face yourself over and over and over again. And if you're spiritual, you're also going to come into deeper friendship and communion with spirit, with God, with the universe, whatever you want to call it, because you're going to realize you can't do it on your own. You know, and I think that that's when goals become pressure is when we're like, it's on me. I got to do it right by me. Consciousness by me. Consciousness is the consciousness we hold when we think everything has to happen by me. Like I'm the one who has to go out and do it and make shit happen. It's very masculine. It's very forced. It's exhausting. It doesn't work. Eventually, you know, you cap out because you can only do so much physical work in the world. So However, when you're, when you realize, oh, I don't have to do this alone. I can be in communion with God, 
we, we get to do this together. This gets to become such a amazing spiritual journey and such a growth journey and so much fun and so expansive and so exciting. So that's the first reframe I want to share with you. If you tend to be somebody who's like, Oh, I don't need to set goals. That's not spiritual. I just follow my intuition. I just follow my, my guides. And that, and that's cool. Like, listen to each their own. I know some people who are full blown intuition followers, they don't set goals and, and that seems to work for them. All I know is for me, I tried that. (laughs) And I just felt so directionless. Like I had no, it's almost like when I stopped dreaming and I stopped having desires and goals I wanted to achieve, I just lost direction. I had no clarity. I had no purpose. I had no like specificity of what I wanted. And if you don't know what you want, how are you going to create it? You know, if you don't know what you desire, you are going to spin out. You are going to feel confused. You are going to feel really, really unclear. So for me, it just didn't work. It just was like a mess. So I came back to my roots. <laughs> I came back to what everybody has proven over and over and over again in time works, which is setting outcomes, setting goals, seeing, you know, creating desires, whatever you want to call it. Cause it's all the same thing. Okay. So that's the first thing I'll share with you. Second thing is we have to understand the purpose of a goal. The purpose of achieving a goal is not so you get to feel good about yourself or you get to prove yourself or validate yourself in some way. So if you have a goal that you've been working on in your business, an income goal, client goal, whatever it is, doesn't really matter. If there feel, if it feels like there's pressure there, it's because you're making that goal mean something about you. You're making it mean something that it doesn't need to mean. Your goals are objective. They have absolutely no meaning except for the meaning you give it. So if you have been going after a goal for a really long time and it feels like tons of pressure, I want you to journal on what am I making this mean? Am I making it mean that if I don't hit this goal, I'm just not meant for this business? Am I making it mean if I don't hit this goal, I'm not as good as so-and-so, I'm not worthy, I'm never going to be successful? What is, what is creating the pressure? Because the goal does not create pressure. It's impossible for a goal to create pressure. The only thing that creates pressure is how you're thinking about the goal. Your thoughts and feelings about the goal are what creates pressure. We have to alleviate the pressure by helping you get these wires that are crossed in your brain uncrossed by detaching from the goal because the goal doesn't mean shit about you. It literally doesn't mean anything about you as a person at all. When you can approach it with that feeling of like, oh, this, this isn't about me. Like in terms of I'm always worthy. I'm always capable. I'm always winning. I'm always enough. I'm always smart. I'm always brilliant. I'm always abundant. Whether or not I hit that doesn't change who I be. What I am. Doesn't that feel so much more healthy and sustainable, right? So that's the first thing is, is, asking yourself and getting clear on if there is pressure, what am I making this mean? Now, if you're like, no, I'm not making it mean anything. Perfect. You're in the sweet spot. That's how it should feel. The goals should be something that's exciting and it stretches you and it challenges you, but it doesn't feel like it's the end all be all to you as a person, which brings me to the next point. The reason we set goals or outcomes that we want to create at least the reason I do it. And I teach my, the ladies in the mastermind, all sorts of things around how to create the outcomes they want to create is because number one, like I said, it's the most spiritual thing you can do. Number two, everything that's not that is going to start to show up. The moment you make a decision to achieve something, to create something in your reality, it all starts with a decision. So that's the first thing. Most people do not decide 
And then they wonder why they're spinning out and they're stuck in confusion and they lack clarity. Until you make a choice, you're just trying. You're just efforting, but you're going nowhere. There has to be a decision at some point, right? Once you make the decision to hit the goal, everything is that is not that will enter the room. Okay? The reason for this is, there's a lot of reasons for this and I don't want to go on about it forever. But in the absence of that which you are, that which you are is not. So what I mean by that is when you set a desire, a big goal, a big thing you want in your life and you decide it, you're like, that is mine. It is done, right? There has to be the decision there. Then shit is probably a little bit going to hit the fan. And that's a good thing. That's like a good sign because everything that isn't, like I said at the beginning, everything that isn't that has to enter the room to be cleaned up. So it's not a problem. All these problems are going to look like they're there. It's an illusion. These aren't problems. These are just things that we need to release, clean up, create boundaries around, etc. But the reason we set a goal and the reason I love setting goals is because we have to learn how to collect data. That is the whole point of a goal, to collect the data. Because otherwise, you will spend your entire business throwing shit at the wall and hoping it sticks and then just hoping things work and never really understanding what worked and what didn't work. This is why when I set a goal in my business... Let's say, I'm going to give you a really tangible example. So this will really drive it home. Let's say you're like, Cassie, I have a goal to sign five, five private clients this month. Cool. That's your goal. You want to set five private, private, or you want to create five private clients this month. I don't care if you hit the goal or not this month. It, It really doesn't matter that much because you've already decided you're creating that. So the win is kind of obsolete. It can happen very, very quickly, right? Or it can take longer. It doesn't matter. Again, what are you making the timeline mean? Are you making it mean if you don't hit it this month, then you can't hit it next month and you won't hit it the month after that? Like releasing timelines is super important. So we want to go after the goal with tenacity. Like it's happening now, but also the big picture vision of it's also okay if it doesn't happen now. Can you hold that paradox? Can you hold the paradox of this is happening this month? It's happening now. It's here. I'm I'm creating it now. And also simultaneously, I know that it really doesn't matter that much if I hit it right now. Because in the grand scheme of my business, imagine if you build your business for five years, 10 years, 20 years. In the grand scheme of your business, does it really matter if this month is your knockout month? No, there's always another launch. There's always another offer. So you got to be able to hold that like big picture while you're also holding the goal now and that tenacity for it now. But again, like I was saying, when you set a goal, the whole point is to have data. So if, if you set a goal to sign five clients this month, all I want you to do is decide how you're going to hit the goal. I made a post about this the other day. You just decide. Strategy is just deciding what it takes to create what you want. And I think we really overthink that and we really think somebody else has like the perfect fucking strategy. No, just decide. I'm going to do this, this, and this. And that gets to be enough. That's a podcast for another day. I could go on and on and on about this, but at some point you got to decide how, which is up to you. And then you got to decide it's enough because that's another place where we spin out is we're like, I'm not going to hit the goal. I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing that enough. I'm not doing this enough. What if you just decided? No, what I decided, the how I decided is always enough and it is the way and it is working. Then you can self-assess. We set a goal so we can get the data. So at the end of the month, let's say you don't sign five clients. Again, doesn't mean shit about you. 
it's no big deal. Or maybe you, maybe you sign three instead of five. First of all, please, for the love of God, celebrate yourself, <laughs> right? How often are you like, oh, it's not what I wanted, so it's not good enough. You know, you, you have to learn to appreciate what you have. But let's say you sign three clients instead of five. Cool, take that data. Self-learn, learn from, okay, what worked? What didn't work? I'm gonna do more of what worked and less of what didn't work. And I'm not gonna let the goal go just because I didn't hit it. Because if you're constantly changing your goal, we will never be able to collect data so that your business becomes calm and repeatable and reliable. You'll never know how you created that result because every other month you're changing the goal. You'll never know how you created those three clients because every other month you're completely changing your strategy and how you got how you got that result. So the reason I create goals is yes, they're so fun and they're expansive and it's a spiritual journey. But additionally, I set a goal and I hold a goal until I hit a goal. And I don't care if it takes me six months. I don't care if it takes me a year. If that goal is still a soul desire, I'm going to hold it. Now, there are times when you might want to drop a goal. For example, if you realize, oh, the reason I set this goal was to impress other people or to keep up with somebody else in the online space, it actually isn't even a desire of mine. I've done that. And then I'm like, wow, I just spent you know, six months going after a goal that when I'm really thinking about it now and really feeling into it, I don't even want that. you know. And if that's the case, let the goal go. But if it's a goal that you're like, no, this is a soul desire of mine. This is meant for me. Then it doesn't matter if you hit it or not, I want you to hold the goal and stop changing it every month. Because if you change it every month, we will never self-learn. We will never be able to assess the data and figure out, oh, this is what you did to create this result last month. This is exactly what you did to create three clients. Now take that, learn from it, make the tiny, tiny shifts you need to make to do more of what worked. And let's go create the same result next month. And then the next month and the next month. So You can see if you're able to hold the goal and allow it to be fun and you're able to hold it objectively so you don't feel pressure, you don't feel stressed about it, goals are such a great way to collect data. They're such a great way to learn what works and what doesn't work. They're such a great way to to grow and to challenge yourself in a fun, expansive way. Make sense? So after you're listening to this or as you're listening or whenever you want, I want you to journal on that. If you're feeling called, journal on what am I making my goals mean? And then I want you to create some goals for September and and don't pick 50 because we're not going to be able to learn from the data or even assess the data or even make the small shifts we need to make. If you have 50 goals, it's a mistake I used to make. I'd be like, I have this goal for my audience growth, this goal for clients, this goal for how much money, this goal for my body. Like I would literally have like 15 goals and then wonder why I'm very confused. (laughs) So now I'm like, I only need two to three goals. That's it. Let's keep this simple. This doesn't need to be like fucking complicated. All right. All right, I want you to take this. I want you to go run with it. I want you to have fun with it and share this podcast with a friend if you found it helpful. Tag me. My Instagram handle is Cassie Biltz. If you enjoyed it, share it on your stories and tag me. And then of course, if you want to deepen this work, join us inside the mastermind. This is what we do inside the Holistic Business Mastermind. It's a huge piece of it, I should say. I teach the holistic business process. 
I walk my clients through the entire process. And the first part of the process is really the emotional and somatic and nervous system work. But the second aspect of the holistic business process that I walk my clients through is helping them do this kind of work, right? The self-concept of somebody who's creating the outcomes they want and how to be on the pleasure path, be on the path of I'm creating goals and I'm, I'm self-learning and I'm hitting bigger goals than I've ever hit before with more ease than ever before because I'm mastering what I'm teaching you here on deeper and deeper levels. And then of course, the third part of the holistic business process is really the skill sets. I don't teach gimmicks. I'm not going to teach you how to create a viral reel. I'm not going to teach you how to, you know, do some fancy, I'm trying to think of a gimmick, like how to, how to blow up your Instagram stories. That stuff is, that stuff is like a flash in the pan. And I'm not saying it's wrong and I'm not saying it's bad. You can learn those things, but those aren't skill sets. Those are fun little strategies that may help here and there, but they're not going to be the foundation of your business. I focus on foundational skill sets. What are the foundational skill sets of business? Your self-concept, your nervous system and somatic ability, your capacity for creating and holding more, more success, more clients, more joy, more happiness, more abundance. And then the skill sets of actually being able to sell, of actually being able to really be convicted about your offer, the skill set of self-leadership, Which honestly, self-leadership starts with emotional leadership, which is a podcast for a different day. (laughs) I feel like I said that like 20 times. The skill set of selling transparency, transparently, the skill set of landing your messaging and who you're talking to, we master those in the the mastermind together. Because those three things, the holistic business process is the foundation to create your first 100K and your next 100K or your first 10K and then your next 10K. Like it's all the same. No matter how much money you're making, these are the foundational things that it doesn't really matter what level you're at. You're just deepening the things that we learn in the mastermind. So if you're like, Cassie, I'm just, I'm trying to get to my first 100K. Like I'm, that's where I'm at. Perfect. Or if you're like, Cassie, I've already made multiple six figures. Perfect. Because this is just deepening the skill sets that you're going to need no matter if you're making your first 100K or your next All right. If you want to join us in the mastermind, I'll stop rambling. (laughs) I could go on about it forever. You can click the link in the show notes and it has the application and the details there. And I love you so much. I'll catch you on next week's episode. Adios.